Um, do you remember last week we had a convocation where uh, the convocator was talking about the word enthusiasm? It was that idea of like having a God within you. And our convocation speaker today, I think is a great example of this, a great example of like the kind of person that you can be um, when you allow kind of like the love and the zeal of Christ to live within you and it just comes out. It comes out whether you're, you know, like um, studying medieval literature or teaching Latin or building your own desk. And these are clues uh, for our convocation speaker today. Mr. Duncan, come on up. Thank you. I would like to talk to you today about the theological virtues because there's a step that I feel like we miss and don't think about enough in them. You know, there's faith, hope, and charity, and the most important one is charity, but they're supposed to grow from one another. Faith is supposed to grow into and nourish hope. Hope is supposed to grow into and nourish charity. And we generally get faith down pretty okay, I think. But most Christians today don't often think about supernatural hope, what it means to have the theological virtue of hope, what it even is or how we exercise it. And because of that, our, our charity winds up diminished because it's not the spiritual organism where skipping a step, things aren't working properly. So what is supernatural hope? Hope itself is a desire for an obtainable good. You need both those parts, desire and an obtainable good. If the good is not obtainable, we just call that a wish. You want something that you don't know how to get. It might be possible, we have no idea how you're going to get there. When you know how you can achieve it, you know it's achievable, if you have the desire for it, then it's a hope. A slab of marble doesn't hope to be carved into a statue, even if it's achievable for it, because it has no desires, right? But when you desire that obtainable good, you have a hope. And that's why it comes from faith, because the greatest good that we could hope for is eternal life with God forever in heaven and joy and peace and all of that. And we know it's real because of faith, and faith also teaches us that God wants it for us. And it teaches us that Christ died and rose again so that we can have it, which makes it that achievable good. So when you think about heaven and the fact that you can get there, you can desire it, and that's hope. But we often don't know how to exercise that virtue, how we practice it. And that's because we neglect the faculty that we usually exercise all day long and often do not bring into our spiritual life enough and that's the imagination. The imagination is the faculty that is almost always feeding off of and then working on our desires. We spend our imagination usually thinking about things that we want, whether you're in the shower dreaming about winning an argument or something, or you're just fantasizing about one day being rich or successful or uh, people praising you or being powerful or whatever it is. We often imagine the things that we want, whether they're small or they're big. That's what we spend our daydreams on and our fantasies on is things that we want. But most of us don't spend enough time, sometimes not any time, imagining heaven and what it's like, which is crazy because we're always encouraged to do that. Scripture is full of images to propose to your imagination of heaven, and there are symbols being proposed to your imagination because none of them are really the full truth. You can't really fully grasp what heaven's going to be like, but it presents to you images. It presents to you a wedding feast. Feasts in general, a shining city on the hill where every tear is wiped away and there's perfect harmony and all these wonderful things. And the saints spent a lot of their time imagining heaven. The great Irish saint, the nun and abbess, St. Bridget of Kildare, said that she was sure that in heaven she would be able to kick back with her friends on the shore of a big lake of beer that was always cold and it never went uh, flat and they would just be able to dip their mugs in and do that all day because she's Irish. Um, but a lot of us, we don't spend that time thinking about 
What might heaven look like? What would I hope to do in heaven? Who are people I want to meet in heaven? Whether it's, you know, the classics, like I want to meet Jesus. I want to spend, I want to have a conversation with Jesus Christ or great saints that you love or maybe historical figures that you hope are there or beloved family, friends, loved ones who've gone before us. Uh, things you want to do, like St. Bridget and her lake of beer that she hopes is there. All of those kinds of things are good to think about. And not only are they good to think about, they're generally a lot better to think about than most of the things we waste our time daydreaming about. Daydreams in general, even if they're not about heaven, aren't necessarily a bad thing per se, but of all the good things that you could be spending time imagining, oh, I could be doing this, I could be doing that, this could happen to me someday, I wish that thing in the past went this way. A lot of the time, we could better spend that thinking about what heaven might be like. And if that's where your thoughts dwell, if that becomes your habit, you'll want it. You'll think about all of those good and true and beautiful things. And when you realize through faith that that's an achievable good, this is something I can have, your desire for it will grow. And then God's grace will be able to actualize in you. It will transform that desire, that hope, into supernatural hope, into the theological virtue of hope. And because of that, your faith will be fully alive because it has its outlet. It's able to feed your hope fully. <clears throat> and that means that hope, fully alive with God's grace, will be able to feed your charity. And that transformation of your hope will then transform you, and it will enable you to practice perfect charity and to become a saint. So imagine heaven, become a saint. Praise be Jesus Christ. Amen.